Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When we've talked about economic indicators for the last several months, it's weird because typically they seem to sort of line up and everything makes sense and you can sort of say okay this is what's happening out there but if you take a look at what's going on uh in recent years that's not always the case you take a look at unemployment right record lows record lows well that doesn't drive with some of the other indicators so not everything is neatly aligned like it usually is and we've talked about interest rates of course you know about that going up like almost five percent in a year so that means that mortgages cost more credit card debt costs more inflation we've talked about inflation a million times right out of control until just recently it's getting a little bit closer to where they want it to be but still higher than it should be um food prices continue to be sky high right we talk about that there's no question that that's a problem analysts still warning some of them of a possible recession in our near future. We just finished talking about housing costs and housing affordability. So we know there's all kinds of pressure on the bottom line for Canadians, right? However, Canada still continues to outpace most of the world when it comes to retail sales. So so how does that work out? We're still shopping a lot, which is kind of you know, counterintuitive to what you would think when we hear so much about affordability issues. So what does that mean? Why? What's going on? We're going to have a conversation here now with Adam Jacobs, who is Senior National Director of Research for Colliers Canada. Adam, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Thanks, Shay. I'm happy to be here. And yes, uh, a bit confusing, a bit contradictory, but uh, plenty, plenty to talk about. Yeah. You're absolutely. It really is kind of. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but we'll walk through it and see if we can't make sense of it. But to start, when we say the Canadian retail sales are still going strong, let, let, let's quantify that. What does the latest de- uh, data show in terms of how Canadians are shopping? Uh, still, still growing, still up. And of course, you mentioned inflation, but that's still even accounting for the fact that inflation has, uh, has gone up a lot. There's, there's still growth. I think what we're really seeing huge demand for travel, sports, entertainment, restaurants, bars, hospitality, all that fun we missed during COVID. I think, uh, the whole buying new perch, porch furniture, that's really cooled off. Yeah. Not, not as much happening there, but, um, you know, air travel, vacations, anything that's an experience that you were deprived of for years during the pandemic. I think we there just seems to be a kind of unlimited appetite for that right now. It's amazing. And you take a look at the numbers, like, you know, our retail sales, like you say, including that up two and a half percent in March. UK, France, Germany, we're all down for the month. So, I mean, we really are bucking the trend. But sometimes these numbers, it's more important to analyze trends. So if we're going to talk about 2.4% in March, how does that compare to where we were six months ago or a year ago, Adam? Because that trend line, does it indicate we're continuing to spend more? Or like you say, are we starting to slow down on some things? Yeah, I'd say it's slowing down. Um, but I think like the... We, how long have we been hearing about a recession? Six months, oh, eight months, least, yeah. twelve months. Um, I and I just it it hasn't quite landed yet. I mean, there there are all these problems you mentioned, but in, it seems like 
people still have money. People still have jobs. Uh, there, there's still some money to spend. And I think we're seeing that the retail sales growth, it's so hard to compare to last year because you've got this big reopening. You know, a, a lot of yeah. people were still in lockdown. So there's a huge catch up. Last year was kind of like a record year, but this year there's, there's still growth even from that record level. And I just think, uh, you know, rate hikes. Okay. That makes a big difference on your mortgage. It makes a big difference on, I'm going to, are we going to buy a second home? Those kind of things. But we're just not seeing it have a huge effect on, am I going to buy food, clothes, shoes, uh, a, a new iPhone? Like that, that seems, that doesn't seem to be as impacted by rates went from 1% to 6%. Hmm, interesting. What about regionally? Because, I mean, we, we keep hearing good things about Alberta, and I imagine, you know, I mean, cost of living is a little bit different in Alberta than it is in, say, Vancouver or Toronto. So does that translate? Are, are Albertans even more um, bucking the trend than some other places? Yeah, what, definitely. One thing that really jumped out when I looked at the data is the spending is is higher in the more affordable areas. Um Nova Scotia, Alberta, areas like that are on the top end of spending. And I think there was, there's a lot of migration during the pandemic. Yes. A lot of people, you know, hit the road from Ontario in the, in search or BC in search of somewhere a bit more affordable. They show up, they take their Toronto job, they go to Dartmouth, Nova Scotia and discover they have a little extra money to spend. So we're, we're seeing some of that in the data that the areas with the biggest growth really like Maritimes and Alberta, where you've got that lower cost of living. You, you can see the difference pretty clearly. So this is called retail sales and the headline might make you think, Hey, things aren't so bad in retail, but then we hear stories like, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond, Nordstrom all shutting down and we know that it's still really tough in retail. Uh, how do, how do we make sense of that? Is it because, like you say, it's not necessarily going to the store to buy something it's more of an experience yeah i think um it, th- those were big stories to to be sure but um we're already hearing the stories about most of those bed bath and beyond spaces are already leased up they're going to become uh pro hockey world canadian tire marks work warehouse some kind of other stores so i think it's always a bigger story when they close than the yeah. little behind the scenes story when they they actually all get leased up again and nobody notices the difference. Um, I do think there's a difference between like, okay, Nordstrom's a higher end big box store that that's a tough thing to make work. A lot of people have, uh, have not made it work in the, you know, from Sears to Zellers to target on down. It's, it's very hard to make that work. Um, we, where we see a ton of strength is really on the lower end of retail, like dollar store, liquor store, grocery pharmacy. I mean, that, that is just, on fire your basic suburban plaza that okay it doesn't have high fashion but it has all the stuff you need the the leasing on that side there's just like huge demand for that good question from a listener on the text line how much of this is there any way of knowing and i don't know that there is um we know that americans uh have done pretty well uh in terms of the exchange how much of this retail increase in canada could be attributed to cross-border shopping is there any way of knowing that and would it be enough to sort of make these numbers any different at all Hmm, I haven't thought of that. That's yeah. a fair question. I mean, one thing we looked at was international travel is really back in a big way. Um, you know, it was basically right. yeah. nil during the pandemic and there were questions of, okay, are people really going to come back? Do people want to? And, and it seems quite clear, like hotels are, are doing well. People are coming. They're coming for Banff and Niagara Falls and to go to festivals, to visit Montreal in the summer, all of those areas. So I think it's possible. I, I don't know that I have any numbers on how much is people from Asia, Europe, U.S. spending their stronger dollar. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think that's a possibility. And I think like the return of travel and hospitality has been like a pretty big story in the last year in our world. In terms of looking into our crystal ball and trying to determine what might happen next month and six months, next year, I mean, we've got the Bank of Canada, the interest rate moves. The whole point is to slow down the economy, right? So ultimately, do you expect to see this trend downward continue and how far does it go? Uh, that, that's a good question. I mean, I think they, you've got... Uh, some ups and some downs. Like if inflation goes back to normal, that's a that's a good thing for retail generally. Like I don't want to sit here and say it's great that we're spending so much more on food. Like that that's a bad thing, and sure, we all yeah. like that to go back to normal. Uh, and and the rate hikes again, it just it seems like that should have more of an impact, but it really just seems like it's much more at the like big ticket investment, business investment, mortgages, and just the the day to day seems to uh, be going on. I think the thing we forget is. When there's high inflation, uh, one thing we're seeing is people are getting much higher raises than they than they used to. Like True, yeah. Growth is is quite strong. So, yeah, okay, inflation's four percent, and you got a six percent raise. So, I guess you're actually a little better off you're than you were. And in theory, if inflation goes back down, you still get to keep that that six percent raise. So, I don't want to just be glib and say, oh, there's nothing to worry about. But there, the fact that inflation is high and rates are high. Um, Rates being high encourages savings. We're seeing savings rates are a bit higher than they, they were before the pandemic. And again, when, when people are saving more money, sometimes some of that also ends up trickling out in the future into some additional uh, purchases and spending. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts, Adam. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you being here.